0: Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. Hope that your morning is starting off strong or whenever you listen to this. I think that sometimes I, I sound a little tired in the morning. Because, <laughs> ooh, early mornings can be early. The sun has not risen yet here where I'm at. So, want to continue to encourage us in reading God's Word, prayerfully reading God's Word. Excuse me, and so even this morning, Lord, I pray that you would help us as we continue through the Song of Moses here in Deuteronomy to recognize that there is only but one God. You are the true God, the Holy One of Israel, and that you are worthy of all of our worship. Lord, help us to worship you in spirit and in truth, that you would find us to be those people that you are looking for that worship you as such. So. Jesus' name, amen. So here we go. We are in Deuteronomy chapter 32, starting in verse 28, continuing on with this song of Moses. And he has been talking about how they're going to go after these other gods, even sacrificing to, to demons. And how could they do this when there is only one God? And so we're going to look at, let's continue reading through these verses and I'm trying to read larger sections so um, there may be a lot more in these songs we are really just doing a, a flyover of Deuteronomy so let's continue on with what we have going on here in the song of Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 32 uh, starting verse 28 and Going to try and read through verse 42. Let's see how we do. For they are a nation void of counsel, and some of the nations coming in to be the wrath on, on the nation of Israel. And there is no understanding in them. If they were wise, they would understand this, they would discern their latter end. How could one have? chased a thousand and two have put ten thousand to flight, unless their rock had had sold them and the Lord had given them up so let me so when an enemy comes in against Israel and the enemy is being used by God as a wrath against Israel that there's these great victories where and those armies might think oh this is because we're great without realizing that That God is punishing his own people and using them. So the rock here um, is is, how God, how could one have chased a thousand to have put ten thousand to flight unless their rock had sold them? So God's selling the children of Israel, and the Lord had given them up. Verse thirty one for their rock is this is a little rock, is not as our rock. Our enemies are by themselves. For their vine comes from the vine of Sodom and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of poison. Their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of serpents and the cruel venom of asps. Is not this land, is not this laid up in store with me, sealed up in my treasuries? Vengeance is mine and recompense for the time when their foot shall slip. For the day of their calamity is at hand. And their doom comes swiftly. For the Lord will vindicate his people. And have compassion on the servants. When he sees that their power is gone. And there is none remaining. Bond or free. They Then he will say. Where are their gods? The rock, little rock in which they took refuge who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offering let them rise up and help you let them be your protection see now i i even i am he and there is no god beside me i kill and i make alive i wound and i heal and there is none that can deliver out of my hand For I lift up my hand to heaven, and swear, as I live forever, if I sharpen my flashing sword, and my hand takes hold on judgment, I will take vengeance on my adversaries, and I will repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood, and my sword shall devour flesh. With the blood of the slain, and the captives from the long-haired heads of the of the enemy, we, well, we'll stop there. I think we'll stop there. Yes, we'll stop there. We're coming up on the end. So a little contrast there between the God that seeks his revenge on his own people and then the God who is the one true and only God. So they're one and the same. God and God is. God is just. And he is merciful. And sometimes, I think as humans, we have a hard time with how how can the two exist. And the reality is, is that God does not look on outward appearance. God does not look at what man looks like. God is able to look upon the heart. And he knows the wicked heart. And he knows the heart that is yielded to him. So, for instance, in the Psalms... It talks about where it talks about David uh, David was man after God's own heart, and David was a sinner. David was a big time sinner. he did many a foolish thing because he was he was a man he was not God, however, his heart was yielded to God, and God was able to reign him in when when God sent the prophet Nathan to show David what he had done when it came to Bathsheba and her husband who David had killed that David realizes the magnitude of his sin and realizes the magnitude of his sin not just against people he was a king and really in those days the king could do whatever he wanted who was going to call a king in the question but He is only a king. He is not God. And that's what he's realizing. That he is just a man in the presence of a holy God. And he is broken. He is humbled. And that's the the mercy of God coming in and being merciful toward David. There's still some consequences to David's sin, obviously. And those would carry on the unintended consequences if you will the unintended cost but god is pleased with the heart of david that wants to worship god the one true and living god and does not want it to be swayed or moved over toward worshiping other other gods little gods or even demons and today we have we have all kinds of Things that can draw our attention away from really following hard after God. And when I you know I say that I think a lot, following hard after God. And what do I mean by that? Well, sometimes I think I think what I mean by that is that our flesh makes it hard. We want we want ease. We want comfort. And that is not what God wants is trying to give us he's not trying to give us ease and comfort he's trying to develop his character in us and he's wanting us to worship him in spirit and truth and against our flesh that can be hard so it might mean being coming more disciplined in for instance the reading of god's word and maybe becoming more disciplined in praying being hospitable or whatever it might be and those things can be hard and so we need to keep pressing on and trusting god crying out for god's grace and mercy uh, mercy to forgive us where we're falling short and the grace to give us strength so that we can move on and maybe not fall so short of in those in those areas where we perceive we are weak, so allow God's word to be a mirror, and let Him show you where you are falling short today in an area where He wants you to sort of pick up the slack, if you will. And I think we can all do that some. So be aware of your surroundings of the people around you. See who you can maybe minister to to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to worship God as we press on with all that God has for us. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.